105AA Nights with Matthew Pantelis. Some of the stories today, I'm going to start off with this because I love this idea. The federal government flagging stronger rules for people who have made and do make defamatory comments on social media because people, of course, hide behind anonymous profiles to vilify, harass and bully others. The Prime Minister arguing if people aren't going to identify themselves, then the social media platforms need to be held responsible. Hooray! Hooray! Scott Morrison says he's also considering regulation that goes even further than that. Here's a little bit of the PM. Social media has become become a, a coward's palace where people can just go on there, not say who they are, destroy people's lives and say the most foul and offensive things to people and do so with impunity. Now, that's not a free country where that happens. Coward's palace. Yes, indeed. Go hit them hard. I'm sick. I've blocked a lot of anonymous people who just heap abuse because they perceive the politics is different to theirs. And, of course, if you dare disagree with some people on social media, they take to you with a a metaphysical knife. So, hooray. Go do it. Block the cowards, absolutely. The Prime Minister also making it clear he won't make uh, any changes to the GST. New South Wales and WA locked in a war of words over their respective shares. New South Wales believing it deserves more. Western Australia, who have pocketed $5 billion in their budget in the last month or so, won't be giving up uh, its share of GST. $5 billion from uh, mining royalties, and they still want the GST. It's unreal. I mean, yes, entitled to it. I don't know that any other state has a $5 billion surplus at the moment with COVID. Why can't that be shared around the country? You know, we'll have a billion, Northern Territory, ACT, Tassie. That'll be nice. But there we are. A furniture upholstery business at Salisbury South destroyed by fire, as you've heard in the news today. The warehouse on Pentland Road went up in flames at H. The cause being investigated. Uh, Bob Whitehead runs it, and he's told Channel 9 tonight it's pretty devastating. I've built the place myself uh, 30 years ago, made all the trusses and even helped the bricklayer lay some bricks. And, uh, yeah, to see it crash like this is, uh, yeah, it doesn't make me too happy. Mm, I bet. Poor guy. I slept through that this morning. <laughs> Woke up at around 9.30, I think, or 9 o'clock, something like that, and uh, totally missed this uh, shroud of smoke a- across the city. But anyway, there we are. Uh, a national... Now, you know how your parcels are taking forever to get from point A to point B? Well, wait for even longer, I reckon. A national walkout by thousands of truckies threatening to disrupt parcel deliveries, the TWU giving the major operators until next week to come good with guarantees on job security uh, or else drivers will walk off the job. The strike will affect deliveries by Linfox, Toll, FedEx and StarTrack. TWU National Secretary Michael Caine accusing companies of taking the low road. They are attacking the job security of their own workforce. They're effectively cannibalising their own companies in a short-term bid to deal with the pressures on them in the industry. I presume the low road's even slower than the high road when you're talking parcel deliveries. But anyway, there it is. A 25-year-old man tasered by police, arrested on North Terrace. Multiple witnesses saying he was waving a syringe around in the middle of the road. He refused to drop the needle. He's a McGill man, arrested without incident. He was tasered and bailed to face court in November, charged with carrying an offensive weapon. A couple of people arrested at the railway station as well. Four stabbings in two days, apparently, around Adelaide. That's 
not a good thing. And uh, police are uh, concerned. Two arrests, four hospitalised as a result of uh, the stabbings. That's what it is. Four arrests, uh, four, two, two arrests, four hospitalised. And um, three separate stabbings, four people hospitalised in those. Obviously, the thing in High- in Rundle Street uh, last night at around 5.30, 6 o'clock was certainly uh, concerning. Not sure what the circumstances there are, but uh, police investigating all of that. A couple of people in hospital out of that. There was a domestic incident at Morford Vale this morning. A 39-year-old man and a 19-year-old man involved there. And uh, a couple of other things are domestic somewhere else, I think, too. But anyway, it's not good, and police are uh, looking at that. You wonder how much of, you know, the fellow in North Terrace, we don't know whether it was drugs or mental health or whatever it was, but, you know, not not good, not and very concerning, too, for that matter. Uh, this is surprising and rather uh, appalling, really, but a new study suggests the number of children orphaned during the pandemic in the U.S., could be as high as 120,000 children who have lost a parent or grandparent who was a primary caregiver. 120,000 children. Well, the death toll in the US is over 700,000. It's been, of course, greater amongst black and Hispanic Americans. So that um, is not good. Just a a sad stat of COVID. No new cases in SA again today. We still have uh, three active cases in the states so there we are and it looks like the restrictions in mount gambia and around the southeast are set to be uh, eased from tomorrow as well and sa's new governor officially sworn in today francis adamson takes the reins from hugh van lay who uh, walked out on the 30th of september was when his term ended Uh, miss adamson a former secretary of the department of foreign affairs and trade and you can meet her and her family at government house open day on sunday tours of the gardens uh, the public rooms of government house and uh, police band, horses, all that sort of thing will be there as well. So that is uh, excellent. And uh, Francis uh, Adamson, who uh, is sworn in today. I, I totally forgot. I was telling you last night about the Orion coming over the city and I was uh, enjoying a coffee at a cafe sitting in Rundle Mall at 12.05. I glanced at my watch when it went over. Didn't didn't get a glimpse of it behind the buildings, but uh, it flew over smack on time at 12.05, the PC Orion coming in from the west and uh, out to the east and uh, did its job. It was absolutely to the, to the second, I reckon, right on time. Uh, and that welcomed uh, in Frances Adamson. Uh, Frances, yes, Adamson, as she uh, was walking into, I think, um, government house at that time or she was there already i don't know but anyway it was time to perfection when they said it would be there it uh, was right overhead and reverberated through the city buildings at 260 meters above uh, ground level so that's what they said and that's what uh, happened and uh, she is now uh, comfortably sitting back probably with a cup of tea listening to the radio in Government House. So welcome to our new Governor. You get the chance to meet her on Sunday. It is 16 past 8 on 5AA. 8223 is the number. We will take a break and uh, chat with the Weather Bureau uh, about how long this wonderful weather's about to last. And just one more before I go. I see tonight, and I guess they've probably gone up for auction already, but a couple of McGarry medals from 1902 and 1905. They were gold. And uh, they they were awarded to Tom McKenzie, who, I don't know, was he a Sturt player? Uh, Adelaide coin dealer Grant Morton has put them up for sale. 
and uh, each medal has a reserve price of 32000 which is what he paid for it back in 2005, paid for both, thirty-two grand each. So that's the minimum they'll go for. You can expect they'll go for a lot longer. But there's been a push to try to keep them here in SA and on display with the um, the rest of the collection, the McGarry collection that I think is in the Adelaide Oval in the rooms up there. So, which is a great thing if that could be organised because you you know if a private collector gets them well and good, you don't want them out of out of the state or out of the country. They belong here. And you wonder how many more are just forgotten sitting in drawers or yeah, just in family closets over the, the years and decades. But anyway, hopefully they have ended up well and we'll try and find out actually where they've gone tonight maybe if they did indeed sell, made the reserve. I'm sure they would have. 5AA Nights with Matthew Pantelis.